Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. Irrelevant is sponsored by MikeWheelerMediaLive.com. If you are studying for your first Salesforce certification, I want to let you know about my live training option. I run a live Salesforce administrator training class three to four times a year. This is a live class that runs for nine weeks. And in this live setting, I cover the latest updates from Salesforce, and I'm also able to answer your questions live. So if you'd like to learn in a live group setting with greater interactivity, then go to MikeWheelerMediaLive.com. There you'll find schedule and pricing information and FAQ, and you can also register. Just go to MikeWheelerMediaLive.com for details. All right, so today I'm so excited to be joined by Owen Lehman. I've known Owen for a few years, and I thought he had an inspiring story about his own journey into learning Salesforce and landing a job in the ecosystem. And so, Owen, first off, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing great. Just trying to... um you know, survive this COVID, this COVID mess that we're all in right now. So, um, yes. you know, working from home and obviously Salesforce is a platform you get to work from home. So it, it worked out great for, you know, the career choice for sure. Awesome. So I guess you're gainfully employed and you've stayed gainfully employed even during this quarantine time. And I remember before you landed your first Salesforce job, I'm thinking back several years ago when you approached me about wanting to learn Salesforce what was the uh, instigation or what was the inspiration behind that? Why did you decide that you wanted to learn Salesforce? Yeah. Yeah, no. So to be honest, um, I was in college. I was a college student um, for about two years. I was never a great student. Um, and I always knew I liked to work with my hands. I like to build things. Um, like I have a couple of family members that uh, like work in the construction industry. So I always loved it. I've always been doing it. Um, I'm, I wouldn't say like I'm a master craftsman in any, any sense of the form, but um, I know my way around a hammer or whatnot. So um, it, it's weird because when I started looking at Salesforce, when I approached you, Salesforce, in my head at least, allows you to like build tools inside essentially of like, a, you know, an organization, a platform. It just helps you build, right? So right away my interest was peaked you know i saw a process builder and i was like looking at like basically looks like lego blocks you know you kind of like put in like hey you know this should go here and then if this happens do this right so it 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 really struck my interest just because like you literally are building something um maybe not like with your hands per se i mean i guess with your keyboard right so you're using your hands but um uh yeah i mean that's really what got my interest like hey you know i'm not a great student um and honestly whatever I'm going to do out of this, I probably won't use my degree anyways. Um, so why not do something that's like a relevant career today? And that's, um, you know, definitely a growing industry. So that, that, that's why I got into it. Um, it just made sense for, for what I liked. Okay. And so at the time, what was your major in college? Um, I, I think so. I went to a, um, a community college and my major or my degree I was getting there was literally a degree to basically transfer into a, um, a bachelor's degree, essentially like a four-year degree. So it was like a basic science. And then with a 
something to transfer. It, okay. it wasn't like, you were like the fundamentals. You were getting the fundamentals. Out exactly. I was basically knocking out all my uh, prereqs. Yep. There you go. There you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, the memory I have of you is someone that was really determined to make this happen, you know, and I talked to a lot of people either online or in my personal life about Salesforce and this career path. A lot of those individuals have a lot of doubts and like, oh, I'm too old or I'm too young or I'm not technical enough. What were some of the doubts that were going through your mind when you were going down this path early? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely had it's the first time I heard it was uh, from you, the, the imposter um, syndrome, I guess. Uh, I, I definitely had that. Um, I, I never grew up like on the computer, really. I, I was more like, you know, play sports with my brother and on teams and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I play video games, but like other than that, that's like the only time I spent in front of a TV or screen or, you know, computer or whatnot. Um, so I definitely had like, you know, can I really do something in technology? Can I, you know, really, you know, go into a business and, you know, pick up, that kind of technical ability, right? Um, and, you know, Salesforce is a platform that makes it so easy for you to learn. And obviously, like, your courses make it just even easier to learn on top of that, you know, between, like, your courses and Trailhead, you know, you really do get, like, real-life experience and you, you like, understand, like, business process a lot better. Like, how is Salesforce, um, like, actually used? That, that was a big one for me is, like, how does Salesforce actually get used by a company? Like, what does the end user see? Like, why do, why do they even need it, right? Um, so, like, learning that gave me confidence to go into an interview and talk, like, you know, from experience and say, hey, you know, this is what I've seen from, you know, whether it's a nonprofit or just my own sandbox. Like, in the very early stages, I made a sandbox, and I, like, I'm big into fantasy football, and I made, like, the draft order, and I put all the players in there and, like, made all the teams – and, you know, basically it's playing around with like that, right? And I could speak to real world experiences from that, right? Even though it's something that doesn't apply to many businesses, obviously. Um, so, so that's how I was able to overcome that. But yeah, I, I definitely had, you know, hey, you know, is really people going to take me seriously? Like, how am I going to get into this industry? Stuff like that, for sure. Okay. So from the time that you started down the path of learning Salesforce to your first interview, how long was that? And did you have any certifications at that point? Or did you interview even before you had your first certification? Yeah, so it so I I was kind of in a lucky situation. My sister, um, she actually worked for a mortgage company, and she was like a quasi Salesforce admin, and kind of one of those people that kind of fell into the role, but wasn't all the way in, just kind of like tinkering with it. Um, she asked uh, her manager, who was the Salesforce you know VP at the time. Um, Hey, like can Owen have an internship essentially in Salesforce? And he said, yes. So basically they made an internship for me um, to do Salesforce. And that was, um, I think like two or three months into my studying. Um, so, you know, I, I was brand new. Like I can make a custom field. Like I, I knew enough to like really mess things up, but not enough to like do a good job. <laughs> um, so, so he, he they, they, they took a chance on me there. Um, and then like to get my actual first interview after that, the internship really helped me like land like an actual like um, salary job right in the Salesforce industry. Um, after that, it was probably, I was only at the internship for like three months or two months, maybe honestly even. So I think total um, like six months from studying to starting my first, you know, salary job. Um, and at the time I did not have a certification um, and I actually was able to kind of leverage that into a, like a raise, like on the front end of the interview, I was like, you know, I don't have any uh, certification. So basically pay me less, but then once I get it, 
um, you know, can we talk about, you know, maybe, maybe adding more to the salary, right? Okay, great. So the inroads was your sister, the internship, that internship, was that unpaid or was that paid? It was paid, but honestly, um, I was living with my parents at the time. I would have taken unpaid for sure. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, I, I just would have worked night times. Right. I see a lot of people that are hesitant to give their time away or to do something for free. And there's opportunities that arise for volunteer opportunities. And I kind of get the word out to my own personal network. And a lot of times it's crickets out there. And I see others that have made it to the other side of paid positions. And they try to tell those individuals, hey, this is like gold here. This is a golden opportunity. Give away a little time. And in your situation, it was probably a low paid internship or a moderately paid, but you would have done it for free to get that experience to, it sounds like, in order to have something then on the resume, right? Oh, de definitely. I would have, um, you know, I would have been happy to work, you know, part-time at a restaurant. And, and I, at the time I did work part-time at a restaurant. I actually put my two weeks in because it was paid. Um, but in my head, I was full gung-ho, like I'll work weekends and, you know, do internship during, during the weekday. So, okay. For sure. and, and then also, you know, through like kind of adding to that point, I was always under the impression, like if somebody has a question in Salesforce, like, you know, you kind of put your name out there on LinkedIn and stuff like that. And like, you know, people maybe that work for companies that use Salesforce, I would always throw my name in the bucket and be like, Hey, if, you know, whoever the CRM person over there wants to talk to me, I'm happy to talk for free, happy to do some stuff for free. Like obviously, right. That, that way you kind of get, in the industry, you get to know people, stuff like that. So, and, and that's, I learned that all, you know, obviously through your courses and stuff like that. So. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think you're a good example of someone that just puts this into practice as far as being willing to volunteer, being willing to just raise your hand, fight against the imposter syndrome. So at some point you started going down the path of interviewing for Salesforce jobs while uh, being a college student, at some point you made the decision, I know your history, but can you share with the audience how you decided to go ahead and perhaps take a gap year or pause on college and just pursue a Salesforce career? Tell us about how that played out. Yeah, no, for sure. So yeah, no, like you said, I was in my second year at community college. So I was like right at the place where, um, you know, basically you graduate from the community college and go to like a four-year college, right? Um, and I think halfway through that semester was like the point where you don't really get your money back and you don't get the credits either. Right. Um, I, I actually was offered that salary job at, um, the mortgage company, my, my first, my first job in Salesforce. Um, and so, you know, it was, it was a tough decision to, cause obviously you can't work a full, well you can, but not with the hours I was going to school. Right. Um, I had to basically decide, okay, do I drop out of college for, you know, gap year? Do I kind of just wait until I can go back and do night classes? Do I just skip the, you know, do I forego the job completely? Um, you know, so it was definitely a tough decision, but you know, after thinking about it, the salary um, of the job kind of made sense to where, you know, honestly, if I would have finished college anyways, um, I probably would have made the exact same or less than what I would have made at this first job. Um, so in my head, um, somewhat of an easy decision for me, I really wanted to, for my parents, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the easiest decision for them. Um, but I think all in all, we made the right decision to kind of, you know, take the job, drop out for now, and then have a plan to go back, do some night classes, stuff like that. So I actually enrolled last semester to take some night classes. So I think I start up, you know, uh, next semester here. So, okay. Yeah. That's the thing about college. It will always be there. You can go back to it, you know, and it will always take your money. 
Right. <laughs> they're always open for business. Right, exactly. Even during quarantine, they're, they're getting into the space of remote learning. It's really interesting, and this is kind of an aside, but how with quarantine and schools closing down and doing remote learning, what used to be, they used to say, oh, the college experience and being on campus and being around the instructors and all that. Now they're having to do the opposite and actually agree that online learning can be quite effective as well. They'll revert back to, you know, there is a material difference once things open back up, but it's an interesting yeah. time. So that's cool though, that you're going back and uh, working towards finishing the degree. And, uh, and we had to, you know, as a parent myself of my son, Anthony, uh, when he was finishing up high school, we collectively determined it may be best for him, given his skill set, to take a gap year, study towards uh, getting certified, and see if he can launch a career in the ecosystem. So it sounds like, how many years ago was that first uh, job with a mortgage company? Um, 2016, so four, four years ago, four and a half years ago, okay. yeah. Man, time flies. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no, I know it, it's it's crazy. It's um it's been a long time in the Salesforce ecosystem. So happy, right. happy to be. You're a grizzled veteran now, so that's pretty cool. In the Salesforce so, world, I'm a, I'm a veteran, which is very surprising. <laughs> right, right, yeah, a veteran, and you're young, you know, unlike me. So, but that first job though, that was a remote job for you, wasn't it? I remember was that like up in Michigan, and you're in Tennessee or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that first job was in um, Kalamazoo, Michigan. So okay. I, I traveled up there roughly like once a month, once every two months. And then a, a lot of that job was actually training um, the end user as well. So we, we bought like a third party app um, called Jungo and we had that. And so basically a lot of the configuration was done. We, you know, we had customizations obviously here and there, but a lot of the job was just training. So I was like this 19, 20 year old going into these offices where, you know, the loan officer, um, like the average age, um, like by definition is like, you know, somewhere like above 50. Right. Um, so like, I was like this 20 year old walking into these offices, um, trying to train, trying to train these people on how to use Salesforce. Like, you know, it's like the future of technology, stuff like that. Um, a lot of the times didn't go, didn't go, um, exactly the way I wanted, but, uh, I learned so much through that. Like, um, just how to, you know, how to talk to people, how to understand like pain points, how to, and then once you understand the pain point, you know, how to, you know, fix it with Salesforce or I guess um, make it more efficient. Right. So learned a lot. Um, very thankful for, you know, my managers there, all the loan officers there, I got to train. So. Right. Yeah. I think that interaction with the actual end users is instrumental because we as builders on the platform can be guilty of kind of being up in an ivory tower and just kind of bestowing on the world our creation, thinking that it's great, but kind of wanting that layer of protection of not hearing how it's not so great and having to figure out ways to improve what you're doing, less clicks, uh, easier interface, stuff like that. And then it's interesting to me as well that you had at that young age, the opportunity to do some teaching and training as well. Uh, where I'm going with this is that you're thinking about, or I guess you're working on a Salesforce course of your own. And I guess to kind of cue this up or to speak to this is that Owen has more certifications than I do. So how many certifications do you have, Owen? I, ha I have eight right now. You have eight. Yep. So, but in that list though, Community Cloud is one that you're looking at creating a course for. Yep. And, um, do you do a lot of community cloud work now? 
Yeah. So um, I have been fortunate enough to be able to build like, I would say three or four communities by now, um, which is rare in the Salesforce world. I feel like a lot of people don't get to have um, community cloud experience. It's almost like, um, I think it's because like the reason people don't get to have that experience is, you know, with like sales cloud or service cloud, you have trailhead, you can spin up an org and you can kind of get this stuff um, for free. Community cloud is a little more difficult to get your hands on and like get like, you know, real, like real experience with it. Same with part up. It's just kind of difficult to like, you can't, I don't think Salesforce even gives you a way to have a sandbox of part up. Right. So I've, I've been fortunate enough to be able to build a couple of those, um, a couple for like, you know, nurses to log in and, you know, log cases for when they admit a patient when they, you know, um, and then for, you know, a large like partnership with a, you know, company to, basically run people through a credit approval process, stuff like that. So um, a, cu- a couple of different use cases there, but yeah, no, def- definitely have my, you know, fair share of communities for sure. Awesome. So Owen, you uh, landed a job, decided to push pause on college, uh, worked remotely for a mortgage company. And so since then, I know you've worked for like a Salesforce partner company. Can you kind of give me the high level overview of the different pit stops you've made along the way in your uh, career path and what you're doing? Yeah, no, for sure. So yeah, no, like you said, um, I work for a mortgage company. Um, I've had a lot of experience with um, like finance companies so far. So I work for a um, a corporate payments company as well, um, slash uh, fuel card for the trucking industry. Um, and then my next pit stop after that was a consulting role for about a year and a half, um, at like a small boutique firm here in Nashville. And then my current role, I'm at Built Technologies here in Nashville. Um, I've converted into, um, like part-time sales operations and part-time sales force administration product ownership. Um, so we're trying to build that out over there and, you know, make sure it's working for them. So, Owen, you mentioned financial services. What other industries have you been involved in related to Salesforce? Yeah, so I've been in the mortgage industry. Um, I, I work for, like you said, um, like corporate payments slash um, fuel card industry for like a Fortune 500 company here in Brentwood, Tennessee. And then um, I currently work in a financial, like a fintech company. Um, basically, we're streamlining the way that um, like construction finance f- or finances flow through like construction projects. So just like stream, like, you know, right now there's a whole lot of um, different parties involved and we basically made a platform that all can converge and kind of just like make that process a lot more simple. So. Awesome. Okay. So it's fascinating to me and it may be fascinating to others how here we have a young man with some college who has had the opportunity to work remotely uh, and on site. Some you're remote today because of uh, COVID-19 quarantine, are you working on site now or remote or travel or what's your arrangement like now? Yeah. So yeah, like you said, I'm obviously at home right now um, because of COVID, but right now uh, I'm full-time in the office when this thing is, isn't around. So my day to day is usually in the office. Not a lot of travel with this job. Um, my last job rarely traveled for the consulting um, job. And then my, like I said, my very first job at the mortgage company, that was like twice a month. So. Okay. So I see that in your uh, career path that you started in financial services and then you started to get experience in other industries as well. And I think that's what's so powerful about the Salesforce platform. And this is more for others that are maybe newer in the journey 
is that a lot of times you've got to take what you can get and get that experience, especially if you are just out of college or just out of high school. If you're younger and you don't have the business experience, just get what you can and then you can start to get a little more picky as you get more experience. And so Owen here is going on five years on the platform and has remained uh, employed this whole time. Now, I know it can be challenging for many to land that first job without experience. And so, um, and I recall back to earlier in our conversation here today that you mentioned that you actually made an app related to fantasy football. Mm -hmm. So, um, were there any other apps that you built uh, as far as a portfolio? Um, yeah, so we, um, it, it never was used for the purposes of like why I built it, but I built an app essentially for like my parents' real estate company. Um, I kind of like showed them like what they could be doing and kind of like how Salesforce could work for them. Um, we ended up, they ended up going a different direction with it, but yeah, no, I mean, I was always in like sandboxes, just playing with process builder workflows, making, making fields, objects, stuff like that. But, um, specifically the fantasy football kind of uh, app I made. And then, um, one for like a real estate kind of company. So, okay. Yeah. And what I refer to that as, or what I commonly refer to that is making your own experience. And you could think of it as like making a portfolio and Owen, you did that as far as creating things that may or may not have seen the light of day, but that experience helped you to one, understand the platform and two, it gave you stories to share in the interview room. Now, did you talk about building the app for your parents or even the fantasy football app in your job interviews? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I had nothing else to talk about. So, so I had to talk about something. Yeah, no, I definitely talked about, I did have the internship I could talk about a little bit, but again, I was only there for two to three months. Um, so I, I had to talk about something. Um, and I definitely talked about, you know, getting in there and just figuring things out for myself, you know, talking to my parents about, hey, what, you know, what could you guys use? Um, and obviously thinking of my own ideas of like, Hey, how could I benefit from having, you know, all these players and teams inside of Salesforce? Like what kind of analytics can I have on that? So, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely talked about that stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Just taking that initiative to build an app, whether it's a real one or not, whether it'll make money or not, it may lead to a job because it gives you a story to share and you don't want to answer with the sound of crickets in the background. Whenever someone asks you, what's the most complex thing you've ever done on the platform? you need to be able to say, well, I was tasked with doing this or doing that. I think another valuable lesson we can learn from Owen is that he surveyed his surroundings and saw indeed that his parents owned a real estate company. And here is theoretically how they could benefit from using Salesforce. Now they did go another direction, but that doesn't matter. It's your job here is and your interest is in launching your own career. So it's not trying to sell Salesforce on a company, but if you have friends or family or people that you know that have a business, it's taking that initiative to try to build something for them. So excellent job, Owen, with uh, just putting this into practice. And so what's next for you? What's the next uh, challenge that you're going, what's the next Everest you're going to climb? I, so, so like you referred to, I definitely want to make a community cloud, um, like Udemy course, um, kind of following your footsteps with that one. Um, so hopefully I can get that out in the next couple months here and then I'll be at built technology for a while. Um, I just started a couple months ago and I'm really liking it so far. So, all right. So thank you so much, Owen. I enjoyed our talk today and uh, good luck. And I look forward to seeing uh, what courses you create. Yeah, no, thank you, Mike. And, um, again, everybody, I recommend Mike for any kind of classes, um, when, especially when it comes to Salesforce, but 
follow him. He is the best. He's the man. He is. I basically can attribute every dollar I've made to Mike Wheeler. So um, follow his footsteps and you will do great. Thanks, Owen. Irrelevant is sponsored by MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com. You'll find all of my courses on my platform, so just go to MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com. You'll also find exclusive content there, such as my brand new Salesforce Certified Administrator course for 2021. It's bigger and better than ever and available nowhere else. Simply go to MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com and sign up for a seven-day free trial today. You'll find dozens of courses and hundreds of hours of in-depth video training content. Also, be sure to download our mobile apps for iOS and Android. Just search for Mike Wheeler Media Plus on your favorite app store, and you'll find us there too. So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about you relevant. And together we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks. Thanks.